Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm a personal trainer and women's online health coach, bringing you all things health, wellness, money, mindset, and just life in general. If you want to learn, laugh, and up-level your life, this is a podcast for you. Each episode, we'll talk habits, tips, tricks, and big ideas to nourish your mind and inspire you to create your dream life by design. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to episode nine of the Jesse Williams podcast. I'm so excited to have you listening and tuning in today and some of the feedback that has been coming through about the podcast and just how people are benefiting from it and stuff like that has just been absolutely warming my heart. So I just wanted to say thank you for those people who have sent me an email or a DM or something like that. Um, just letting me know how the podcast has benefited you, whether it's been something as simple as you going out and buying a gratitude journal, you getting into manifestation station, you're starting to go to the gym or whatever it may be. It honestly makes me so happy to hear that sort of feedback. It also feels really, really good to actually be back podcasting a little bit more consistent. I did in the first week of December, take a trip away to Koh Samui in Thailand. And then we just kind of rolled into that Christmas, New Year period. And then I got extremely unwell with the flu and all that kind of stuff. So it feels really, really good to be happy, healthy, and back in routine and here bringing you guys some episodes. I'm really excited to be bringing you guys episode nine today because it's all about how to find more clarity in your life and how to really stop holding yourself back and allow yourself to step into your power, find your inner boss babe, and achieve success. And I think that often something I experience as a coach or in my own life and things like that is really being held back from stepping into my full potential because of either a limiting belief I have about what I'm capable of or what I'm worthy of and for clients, what they think they're capable of and how worthy they think they are of success and also just being unsure. So really not knowing what is the right next step to take and what you actually want. Because if you don't actually know what it is you want and what you're striving towards, it makes it really, really difficult to move forward in the right direction when you don't even know what the right direction is. So today's episode, we're really going to delve a little bit deeper into how to find more clarity in relation to what it is you actually want, what you're good at, how to step forward into that. And I guess a mix of not only how to manifest that, but also just like taking actionable steps forward in the right direction. So the first step to finding a little bit more clarity and getting momentum in the right direction is asking yourself the question, what do I want? And I know that sounds a little bit blasé, but it's actually a really underrated question. And what I mean by asking yourself, what do I want is I mean, what is it actually you're searching for in terms of how you want your life to kind of run and function? So do you want something part-time, full-time? Do you enjoy working for someone else? Do you want to run your own business? Do you want more freedom to travel or do you want financial freedom? Do you want more time with your kids? Do you want more time with your partner? really thinking about what kind of actual lifestyle you want and what you value because it's different for everyone. And some people actually love being part of a work environment or a culture that is very much about working long hours and kind of like your life is your work. And I I honestly don't mean that as a negative is there are people out there who really love and strive and live for that kind of heavy work environment and, and solid work culture. 
And then there's other people who really want to step back away from that. They want to do a lot more on their own. They want to be their own boss. Then there's people kind of in that middle ground that perhaps want to run their own business, but they want a big team, whatever it may be, just really kind of thinking about that. And one thing I want you to sort of address here is understanding that it's totally okay to have whatever you want and it's totally okay to let go of stereotypes and expectations of other people it's a really really good idea to let go of expectations of what your friends think of what society thinks and especially what your family thinks something I I get a lot from clients is they say things like my mum doesn't think that I will be good at that My mum really wants me to pursue this degree because she thinks that running my own business won't happen. Like I won't be able to survive with that. It's not financially viable or whatever that may be. And I I hear a lot of this of my mum said and my dad said and my mum doesn't think and my dad doesn't think. But what do you think and what is your heart telling you? There's also a lot of people who hold themselves back because of society's expectations of what makes you successful or unsuccessful. So there's a lot of, you know, stereotypes around people having a uni degree are really, really successful or are more likely to be successful. There's this kind of like really cool boss babe, boss vibe, hustle kind of thing going on with owning your own business. And so a lot of people out there think that they want to own their own business, but they actually have no idea what owning your own business entails and how intense it actually is and the lifestyle that goes with running your own business or should I say a successful business. There is so much that goes into it and a lot of people go to run their own business and then they realize that they actually hate it. They don't actually like the control and the freedom because it's almost too much freedom. They actually like being told what to do or, hey, can you have this done by this date? Hey, I'd like this done. And they actually really like having someone there to give them tasks to complete and to check off. Whereas when you run your own business, it's kind of like you going back and forth in your own mind about what the next step to take is. Some people love that and some people don't. But I just kind of wanted to put this picture in your mind of, Never doing something, especially in relation to your career, because you think that it's a definition of success or because someone's expecting it of you. So don't take that next step forward in your career in relation to anything that your parents think of your friends think or what you think is society's expectation of success right now. Know that it's perfectly okay to be a happy employee for someone else. And you can be a very, very successful and hardworking employee. And that's something I've definitely noticed of a trend of is It's really hard for people who run their own business to find good employees because right now there's like this big, um, I guess, push towards, you know, being your own business and uh, being your own boss, sorry, and working from home and stuff like that. That's awesome. And I'm for that. And that and that works for me, but it doesn't actually have to work for you. You don't have to delve down that path. So that's really, really step one is understanding, do whatever feels right. Now with gaining a little bit more clarity about what you actually want if you are one of those people who are a little bit unsure is we kind of want to delve into a few things. So obviously the first one is what do I actually want, which we've covered. The second is what am I good at? So what are my skills and what do I enjoy? So you may really, really enjoy something, but you haven't developed up your skills in that area, or there may be things that you're naturally really good at and you like them because you're naturally really good at them. So we want to address our skill set. Then we want to ask the question, who or what 
could value from me. So based on your skill set, what you enjoy and what you're good at, who can value from that? So, you know, if you're really, really good at giving advice and you really, really like psychology, then someone who would value from that would be a business that's in psychology. If you are really, really good at crunching numbers and and you really enjoy data, someone who runs an accounting firm may benefit from you. If you are really, really good at helping people with weight loss, you know a lot about nutrition and fitness and things like that. Well, then someone who needs to lose weight and doesn't know the strategy on how to do that may value from you. So they're just some examples, but really think about the skill set you have and what you enjoy doing and what sort of business or who in terms of individuals can benefit from that, whether you're going to work for someone else or run your own business and so forth. Now, in the middle of those three things, so the what do I want slash what do I enjoy? What am I good at? So your skill set and who or what can value from me? There's a really happy, healthy middle ground, which is you solving a problem that you are passionate about. So whatever industry you get into, businesses are only ever solving problems. We only ever go to businesses because they can solve a problem that we can't solve ourselves. So for example, we go to a mechanic because they can solve a problem with our car that we don't know how to fix on our own. We go to an accountant because we don't know how to do our end of year tax. You know, so all of these things, they're solving problems. We go to coaches because we don't know how to fix our mindset or up level, whatever it may be, it's problem solving. But we want to find that really happy, healthy middle ground of solving the problem that you are passionate about and that you are good at. And that's kind of getting clarification. So you could actually sit down And you could draw three big circles which overlap. And in that first big circle, we would write, what do I want slash what do I enjoy? So that's that going to be that circle where we go through how much financial freedom we want, whether we want to run our own business, whether we want to work for someone else and so forth. In the second circle, we're going to write, what am I good at? So we're going to go through all of our skills, what we're really naturally talented at. Um, Are we a creative? Are we really good at communicating? Are we really driven? Are we good with numbers and so forth? We're going to write all of that in that circle. And in that third circle, we're going to write down who or what could value from me. So, you know, what kind of industries, businesses or individuals are valuing from you and the services and the skill sets that you have. And then with all of the overlaps in that very middle position, that's where we're going to write what problem can I solve that I'm passionate about? And that's where we're going to get a little bit more clarity on our career and our skill set and where we may want to head for, like, I guess what direction we want to take. The next thing I wanted to touch base on is really making sure that when you're writing the problem that you're going to solve out of passion or your passionate problem solving, we want to make sure that we're thinking about things out of possibility rather than just circumstance. So what I mean by that, um, and I'm going to kind of refer back to, there was a podcast I listened to by the Manifestation Babe. If you don't know who she is, she's amazing for all things manifestation. You can look her up on Instagram or whatever. But basically she talked about goal setting out of possibility versus circumstance. So what that sort of means is a lot of people set goals out of circumstance. So they think about where they are right now at this point in their lives, what education they currently have, how much they currently earn, what connections and resources they currently have. And then they set goals based on those circumstances and what's possible within those circumstance versus what we should be doing is setting goals and finding direction based off possibility 
an endless possibility. So not what's possible within our current circumstance, but what's endlessly possible. So this is where I kind of want you to think a little bit bigger. And it's really important, as I said, to talk about what am I good at in terms of my skills, but it's not just set skills in terms of like, I'm good at maths because I have an accounting degree. It can be more skill set related in terms of I'm really good at communication and I like to communicate X, Y, Z. You may not have the knowledge or the background and stuff like that, but it can be something broad. So really think about the skills that you have or the skills that you would like to enhance or further acquire down the track, not necessarily just what's available to you now. Really, really think big with these things and think, what would my career be if I could, you know, really get there based on what I'm good at, what I'm passionate about, what kind of lifestyle I want to live, not just what you think is possible to you now based on income or relationship status or any other external force. So the next thing to do is once we've kind of got at least a little bit of clarity and direction on where we want to head is making sure that we really let go of everything of all that baggage holding us down of all of the expectations of all of the limitations and the limiting beliefs that we have because if we have this spark of joy and this inspiring and creative idea about where we want to go with our career and where we want to head next but then we start overthinking with expectations of what our mum will say or what our partner will say limiting beliefs about what we think we're worthy of or what we think we're capable of achieving all of that kind of stuff, we're going to be so held back and weighed down and we're really not going to end up taking action. We're going to think about the idea and it's going to feel kind of nice. And then we're going to get so swallowed up by expectation, limiting beliefs and fear that we never take action on these ideas. So it's really important that we work out where there may be limiting beliefs or expectations that can hold us back. So we kind of want to acknowledge all of those fearful thoughts, stop them in our tracks and problem solve. So this is where you can take an opportunity to write down anything and everything, every possible excuse that comes up for you for why you can't achieve what you want to achieve. So if you're thinking about a career change, if you think about a new job, starting your own business, whatever it may be, maybe even not knowing if you want to start your own business or work for someone else, but even what industry and field you want to get into that may not be the industry you're in now. Maybe it's the exact industry that you're in now, but it's not your current employer. Whatever it is, if you get this creative idea of what's next for you, I want you to write down everything that would hold you back from taking that next step. So write down everything that your dad would think, what your mum would think that would upset or trigger you and maybe make you not do it. Is it that you're fearful of what your boss would say because you know that your boss really values your work and you're scared to let them down? Is it something that you told someone and now you're worried that you've had a change of heart and you feel awkward or embarrassed or tense about that? Is it time or money? Is it that you don't have the qualifications? Is it that you don't think you're smart enough? Write all these limiting beliefs and all of these things that are going to hold you back and form resistance to you achieving that thing and just get them all out on paper. And then for each of those resistances that we come up with as to why we're not going to take that next step forward into success or changing our career or doing the thing or whatever it may be, we're going to write down, what is this triggering in me? Why don't I think it will work? 
Or why would this hold me back? Now, you don't have to answer all three of those questions for each, but you just pick and choose which question fits best with each limiting belief. So for example, if one of your beliefs was, I don't have enough money, then you may write down, why would this hold me back? And then for that, you would write down, well, not not having enough money would hold me back because I would feel that I'm not capable of getting the money to start it. And then it's all going to fall over straight away and it's it's not going to happen, whatever it may be. So for each resistance you have, whether it's something that your mum said, money, financial, time, children, partner, you're going to write down why it would hold you back. That's That's the main thing. Then with each of the excuses that you come up with and each of the reasons that it's going to hold you back in your mind, you're going to flip that to a positive or you're going to solve the problem. So you're going to come up with, oh, I would do it because it would feel like this, but it actually could work out because this is what's possible. And if it didn't, I could solve the problem by doing X, Y, Z. Now you've really confronted and faced all of your limiting beliefs and all of the things and the resistances that are holding you back from achieving it. And you've already solved the problems to all of those excuses. So you've got nothing left to hold you back anymore because you've got answers to all of the problems that are currently swirling around in your mind. A really powerful kind of like visualization sort of thing that you can do as well when you're feeling yourself being really resistant to moving forward. And this is actually something that I shared on my Instagram story the other day, but I think that it's really, really powerful. Imagine that you were being dropped into your body right now. The universe just literally dropped your level of consciousness, your heart, soul, spirit, whatever you want to call it into your physical body, but you had no recollection of your past. You didn't know about any trauma that you'd been through. You didn't know what you were good at, what you were bad at. You had no clue what your skill set skill set sort of was. You didn't know how much you earned. You didn't know about who your friendship groups was or what, you, what your mum or dad would think is best for you. All you knew is what was in your heart and what you liked and didn't like. What would you do in that scenario? What would you do and pursue If you didn't have any recollection of your past failures, what would you do and pursue if you didn't have any recollection of things going wrong in the past, which supported the idea for you that it's probably going to fail again in the future? Because so much of what holds us back is actually our remembrance of the past and things we were either good at or bad at. And so then what we think we are good at or bad at in the future or will be successful or a failure at are actually formed in our mind based on what we were successful or unsuccessful at in the past. When in actual fact, just because we failed at something in the past, it could have been purely circumstantial. You may have earned less money then. You may not have had such a supportive partner. You may not have done further study in your degree. Like you have no idea why you failed at that in the time. It could have been that the market was bad, that there are just so many external circumstances. But once we fail at something, we almost hold it into our identity as us being bad at that or incapable of that. And then we really hold ourselves back from stepping into our full potential in the future just because we've told ourselves that we are bad at XYZ. And we really, really form these identities based on things and then we amplify them and we almost become them. So say, for example, we've never been much of an anxious person, but all of a sudden our workload starts getting quite extreme, quite intense, and it's starting to feel a little bit too much and we're feeling a little bit anxious about it. 
And then over the course of the week, we begin talking to either our friends or our family about it. And we're coming from a little bit of a stressed energy or a stressed state or an anxious state. And that person says to us, don't be so anxious about it. There's no need to be anxious. And then all of a sudden hearing that word almost triggers our mind to identify ourselves as being anxious. And then over the course of the next week, we start feeling more anxious and more anxious and almost like perpetuates into this big idea. And then all of a sudden we are identifying ourselves as an anxious person, because what can happen when we, when we feel something in the present moment is we look back on the past and our mind literally changes the reality and the memory of what happened. And all of a sudden, if we're a bit anxious now, we look back on past situations where we may be anxious and we amplify that. And all of a sudden we remember ourselves as always being quite an anxious person. When in actual fact, we may not have been, it's just what we feel now. And we're almost projecting that into our past as how we've always been. It does sound quite strange, but it's absolutely something that we tend to do. And so it's really important for you to kind of let go of all these identities that you're creating in your mind and holding yourself back there. Don't worry about where you've been and what you've done or all of this stuff. Just think about what's in your heart right now and how can you move forward into the future with what's in your heart. So I wanted to use a little bit of analogy here, which works in both manifestation and in terms of just like structurally goal setting and things like that and why it is so important that we get clarity and direction on where we want to go. So if you wanted to get from one place to another or say you didn't even really know where you're going but you just jumped in the car and and started driving and you thought oh maybe I'll head to Sydney and you didn't open up Google Maps you didn't open up you know Malways or whatever it is um, and you just started driving you're probably going to take a lot of wrong turns. You're probably going to feel anxious, like you don't even know where you're going. You're going to feel really, really flustered and you're just going to be going almost round and round in circles. And maybe if you're lucky, you'll end up in Sydney where you sort of felt that you wanted to go. Versus imagine if you were to say, I want to go from Melbourne to Sydney. And you were then to pull up your phone, open up Google Maps, and you were to put in Melbourne to Bondi Beach, Sydney. Very specific. Google Maps is going to tell you exactly where to go. Now, you may accidentally miss a turn here or there, but you're sure as hell going to get there a lot quicker and we're sure as hell going to get there a lot more efficiently. So manifesting is sort of no different. We are manifesting all of the time. It's just whether we are consciously manifesting or unconsciously manifesting. We can either consciously manifest and know where we're going and be really intentional about our thoughts. And if we're really, really intentional about our thoughts, then we're going to get that thing or reach that place a lot faster. Or we can be really unconscious about our manifestation, really unconscious about our thoughts and what it is we desire and want to manifest. And where we end up and where we land in life is going to be default. We're just going to end up wherever all the turns took us. Now, that can be a little bit exciting, but it can also be the complete opposite. It can also leave us feeling really flat and really down and as though we're never actually achieving anything because we never knew where we were headed and why we wanted to be there. So I think it is really important that we get that clarity and we get that direction. You don't have to be super specific and you don't have to necessarily know exactly what you want, but knowing where you're headed is going to get you there so much faster and so much more efficient 
Um, So you're going to get there so much more efficiently and it's going to feel really, really good. So I guess in terms of that, we also want to make sure that the goals we're setting once we have that direction have a set timeline. And if we procrastinate too long and we sit in fear, then it may be worthwhile to find the thing that's going to push us forward. So perhaps it is a thing and perhaps it is a person. Perhaps it is a coach that's there to give you accountability and support and guidance. Or perhaps it's just really desiring something so much or hating something so much that we get pushed in the right direction. So for example, you may either hate your current job so intensely much that that's enough to push you forward to be productive and take that next step. Or you may desire freedom or you may desire a relationship or whatever it is so much that you're willing to do the things to get you there. You may desire a certain thing for your health or a certain income per year. So we either change because we hate what we currently have so much that we're fueled forward to make change, or we desire something so much that we're willing to take action to take the steps to get there. Alternatively, if we procrastinate too long, it may be a matter of getting a coach or seeing someone or talking to a group of friends who can really be there as an accountability and a guidance to help push you in that direction and take those steps. But if we don't have set goals and we don't have a timeline, it's so easy to fall into those steps of procrastination. So making sure that once you get that direction, once you begin writing out those goals, you form a timeline, you know you when it want you know when you want it by, and you can begin writing down actionable steps to get you from A to B. And then you need to take action on those steps because there is absolutely no point in talking about something and knowing what you want and thinking about it all of the time if you're not actually going to execute on that idea, because it's the execution that gets the result. And it's the result that brings the joy and satisfaction of knowing that you left discomfort behind. So you left comfort behind to get to that place that feels so amazing and so empowering. And you grew from the experience. And do you know what the best part is? You get to do it all over again, because there is no end destination. There is no point that you reach and you're like, yeah, I'm happy and I'm going to stay here. We change all of the time, similar to manifesting. We're changing all of the time, whether consciously or unconsciously. Because if you think about who you are now versus who you were five years ago and 10 years ago, you've changed from that person. The person you are today, right now, in this very minute and second, will not be who you are in another two years, five years, or 10 years time. You will be different and that's unavoidable. You cannot stay the same. So just know this, the person you are today at this very minute and second is going to change. And it's going to be so many factors internally and externally, which change who you are. It's how you treat your body, what you decide to listen to, the people you decide to hang around with, the actionable steps you take forward, the life you want to create for yourself. So ask yourself, are you going to change unconsciously and become a person by default and just see who you end up as? Or are you going to change consciously? Are you going to put intention into the person that you are becoming? Are you going to visualize your highest self and show up as that person every single day? 
Who do you want to be in five and 10 years time? Do you want to be an unconscious person who has landed there by default because you let life happen to you and just always fell through working through the motions? Or in five years time, do you want to be the person that you envision today? And I think thinking about that and understanding that you're going to be in a different position now, sorry, in five years than what you are now, regardless Like understand that you are going to change regardless. You are going to be different regardless, but it's about whether you choose who you change into consciously or unconsciously and whether you decide to sit and just go through the motions and just be an observer of life or whether you want to be conscious about that, intention about that, take action and be proactive about who you're becoming and whether you want to be an action taker. And that is the difference. So I guess wrapping up everything that we kind of spoke about today in this podcast is one, really working out all your skills, what you're good at, what you actually want, who can value from what you're passionate about and how you can be a passionate problem solver for whatever area, industry or business. Making sure that when you set goals, it's out of possibility and not circumstance. So let go of where you are now and the resources you have right now and what you think you're potentially capable of and dreaming big and thinking big and saying that if you had unlimitless and abundant resources available to you, then what would you do? Because anything is possible. And one thing, as I said, that can really help with that process is in imagining yourself being dropped into the universe today with no recollection of your past. So really, really let go of those past failures. It's really important that you let go of expectations of your family, of friends, of society, of what your mom thinks is good for you, of what your sister, cousin, whoever thinks is good for you, what society is currently saying is successful or unsuccessful. Because remember, trends change. And so what society thinks is successful now won't necessarily be what society views as success in 10 years time. So don't worry about any external circumstances, just focus on you and then work through your own limiting beliefs of what's holding you back, of what you think you're capable of or worthy of or where you think that you can logically go and then let go of all of that. Write down why you think certain things would hold you back, switch them into positives, problem solve on them and find actionable solutions to all of the problems that arise. Let go of all the resistance that you have to step forward into your greatest power. Then remind yourself of how important it is to be conscious about where you want to go because remember you can just drive around and end up somewhere or you can get on Google Maps and put in that end destination and you can get there quicker and more efficiently. You can set goals with a timeline, you can stop procrastinating and just remember you are going to change regardless. So just ask yourself, are you going to change consciously or unconsciously? Are you going to be an observer of your life and land in somewhere by default? Or are you going to be an action taker who steps forward into living your best life and showing up as your highest self and making sure that the changes that continue to happen over time land you in five years as the highest version of you that you pictured and envisioned today? So I hope you got so much from this podcast or at least a little bit. And I hope it inspired you to really be courageous with your life and really step forward into the greatest possible version of you. Really step into your power, stop holding yourself back and allow yourself to be the highest version that you can possibly envision. And I just wanted to finish off with just understand that 
it will always be okay. There are so many things that we worry about in our lives and they seem so big and so humongous at the time. But then in three months, one year, five years, we've completely forgotten about them. And the reason we've forgotten about them is because it's always okay. And just remind yourself that there's no right or wrong in life. The universe is never going to punish you for one decision and reward you for another It's just going to shift and mold and change based on where your heart is and the decisions you make and whatever you choose. There's no punishment and reward. You can't be, you can't make a right and wrong decision, especially if it's a decision that's coming from your heart. So that's going to wrap up episode nine. I've really loved having a chat to you guys today. And I really, really hope that on some level you're feeling inspired and ready to take action with your lives. Wherever you are, morning or night, in the car, studying or doing some cleaning at the gym, wherever it is, I hope you're having an awesome day or night and I'll talk to you soon. 